And speaking of movies, <laughs> we are going to be seeing movies soon. So are you excited about the movie you're seeing? Yeah, we're going to see Haunted Mansion tomorrow. And I just like, I'm obsessed with Disney movies and anything that's like playful and haunted, of course. Of course. <laughs> Have you like been to Disneyland? Do you like the ride? Um, it's been a while and you know what? I've had like two people ask me in the last month if I'm getting season passes when we move to Florida and I was like, no, that's right. That's a huge commitment. It's like $300 and that's like on a cheaper scale of somebody who can like get them. You know what I mean? But I'm like, how often am I really going to go? Like I, I live 30 minutes or less from Six Flags here and I don't go. Right. So. Yeah. No, I have been to Disneyland twice in my life and it's not like something I feel like I need to do like every year or something. Last time I went, I was 13 and I'm still set for a minute. You know, it's a lot of people. Exactly. And like germs. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. You were saying that you're going to see Barbie. Next oh week. my god, I cannot wait. I'm gonna dress up. I'm gonna be in all pink. It's gonna be so good. I'm going with my brother and my partner because it's gonna be my partner's birthday. And yeah. I'm I'm just so excited because it's gonna be like deep. Okay, that's so funny that you said like you're gonna go dress up because I've been like making fun of the people that are like going and like spending thousands of dollars on these after parties. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm not going that far. I'm using my closet. And I look like a Barbie half the time anyway when I'm out. And I'm like, so it's really just me going to the movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it's gotten a lot of traction. So, like, I guess what is, like, the moral of it? I don't really understand. I didn't get it from, like, the trailers and stuff I saw on social media, like, what it's really about. Yeah, I honestly don't think the trailers and social media have done, like, the best job of explaining it, explaining it because – the most that I have heard are from people who have like actually seen it and they're coming out talking about like, it's about overcoming familial trauma. It's talking about aging. It's talking mm-hmm. about being a kid. And it's just like, I don't know. I think there's that huge nostalgia factor that they're incorporating with what people who played with Barbies are going through now, which is figuring out life and figuring out that what we were promised isn't going to happen and the changes that we're seeing in ourselves. Um, and like the kind of like the moral is like Barbie doesn't change. So like she can experience uh. these things or she experiences them differently. So I don't know. It's going to be cool. I'm super excited. And uh, I'm probably going to like write a paper afterwards. So it's like legit though. It's like, cause I feel like from well, what I've I seen think it's it, it's going to be legit. If it's not, okay. I'm going to be bummed. Okay. Well, let me know because based on like your review, then I'll go or not. Because I mean, if like all these famous people are in it and also like Issa Rae, like which her shit is bomb. Right. I'm like, okay. I don't see her being in a movie that's like really about plastic and like, wah, and like, you know, like, right. ditzy. so I was like, okay, what I can't, I couldn't figure it out. So let me know. All right. Yeah. Totes. I'm super stoked. All right. right, Well, well, episode nine. Oh my God. Yeah. Episode nine. Almost 10. Crazy. I know. Weird. Number nine. No. I want to talk about how we're almost at 10 episodes. (laughs) I know we are though. What? 
It feels like it still feels like yesterday we were talking about it. I know. And I just, I mean, I know we do every other week, but it also just feels like we've done so many. (laughs) We've had some mess up. We've recorded a few times. (laughs) Jinx again. (laughs) Jinx again. Stop it. Stop doing that to me. Um, okay, now we can get into it. Sorry, I had to. Ha- I like had to have a moment. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, we'll have a moment next time too. Ten episode anniversary. <gasps> yeah. All right. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, to the C, to the T I O N. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to We've Got It All Wrong. I am Sam. And I'm Che, and we're two queer millennials navigating through all that is wrong with society and leaving you with ways to be your own catalyst for change. So get angry, cry, heal, do whatever you want, take action with us as we discuss today's unhumanistic culture. And we thought that today's episode would be really great um, to talk about AI because it's just so prominent and there's so much coming out about it. And so let's jump into it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I've been so interested in AI since it started really making an appearance and really sticking in the social consciousness last year. So I was playing around with ChatGBT and oh man, I am just obsessed. As like a communication person, it's such a unique form of communication and it's gonna impact all of our communication. And it's just wild what the possibilities are, what the possible impacts are, and what the impacts we're already seeing are. So for those who don't know, AI stands for artificial intelligence. And that comes in a lot of different forms. Like we see artificial intelligence that can uh, provide communication. So like ChatGPT, we see ones that have like graphic imagery. So I think that's Jasper. And then we have a ton of other ones that are coming out left and right. I swear every day there's like a new AI tool that's saying, hey, we can help with this. We can do this. Um, But something that we wanted to talk about today is like what that means for us as a society. How is this impacting our culture? And what are we going to see moving forward based on what we're already seeing as well? Yeah. I mean, like according to Salesforce, 23% of customer service companies are already using it. And this stuff is just, be, you know, just coming out. And also uh, another study showed that 38% of employees expect their jobs to be automated by 2023. So that was an older stat showing this year. So can you imagine with when AI was just starting to come out, it was really like, okay, the bots and the customer service realm, right? But now it really has morphed into you know, communications, like consumerism, entertainment, visual, audio, like, I mean, some of these songs that are coming out, first of all, fire flames. But I think the biggest thing for me is, and like, not to get like straight into the negatives, because there's so much great that will come out of it. But I feel like we talk about like, consequences so much, but it's like, Mm. the authenticity of the world, I'm like worried for. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. Because I think back, like when you're talking about that statistic, I think a lot of us thought, you know, like manufacturing jobs, technicians, it was going to be a lot of these um, like labor. physical labor jobs, right? And now we're like, uh oh, we're now on the social science, artistic, creative side. 
now having a risk of being replaced. And I think that was a big shock to people, especially with what we were hearing when it came to AI art. Um, I was really looking into that because someone who works somewhere for a corporation, <laughs> they, uh, they were talking about using AI for like one of their campaigns. And I was like, yo, you got to be careful with that, especially with how early everything is. I mean, we're talking about the moral, ethical, and legal consequences that we haven't worked out yet. And what we do know from imagery, like art, quote unquote, AI, is that it's pulling from other art that already exists. Like there's some people who generated, and also like when they generate art, people are like, I made this. And I'm like, no, you typed in some keywords. And then all of a sudden you have 10 watermarks from 10 different artists because the image you made is stealing from other from other artists. And we still don't have anything in place that's protecting the people who are going to be really impacted by this. Okay. Literally, I was just thinking that too, because not that I'm for like government putting restrictions on everything, but like right. I did go to the Lesbians Who Tech Pride Summit yeah. during June. Shout out to Lesbians Who Tech. It was an amazing summit. And their key opener was the, you know, the founder of OpenAI. And first of all, he was like so calm. I don't know how like this person was like, yeah, there's a lot of people that copy us and like, it's going to be great. But like, you know, and I'm just like, why are you so calm about this? Like, and, um, but he was mentioning also like working with the government to understand like what parameters do need to be put in place because we are seeing people use it to scam people, scare people, manipulate them, get around things like, and like, let's not even talk about the way that we can use AI in warfare and weapons, like, thinking about terrorist attacks right like, like that thing that came out saying that there was a hit on the pentagon not too long ago and people believed it that's right. just the tip of the iceberg like what is next so i don't want to get like i don't want to start off too negative but here we are right because it is a scary world and i wish that it would stay in this fun experimental phase right like choppy gpt right. mid journey all these things are like super fun and experimental but like experiential sorry but when is it going to shift because we're going to see this go through different phases and we're talking global because i think it's so easy to just you know stay in the bubble or think in a smaller scope of like the impact to the united states because like that's the kind of communication we're exposed to the most but or, or if you live in the united states so like where you're at you're gonna you know kind of gauge where ai is at for your area but i think the important thing is to really look at this globally um so i when i was doing looking into this a little further i, I pulled some stats um and according to gartner ar is marked to reach 266.92 billion by 2027 and McKinsey and company found that AI could be potentially contributing 13 trillion to the global economy by 2030. And right, like, those are big numbers. That sounds really right. interesting. And I, I got to thinking, and I'm like, okay, like, what are we going to do with that money? And then I started thinking, yeah. I'm like, are we we're going to make it access? Right. And like, what am I going to do with this paycheck that's going to end up in my account? What am I going to do with that? What, when the government gives me like a stipend, like, what am I going to do with that money? <laughs> Um, but I think it's, I think it's really, really easy to see those numbers and be like, oh yes, benefit. But then I started thinking, I'm like, okay, well, if we're gaining all of this capital, right, what's being taken away? And so when we think about all the jobs that are getting replaced with AI, 
what happens to those people, right? Mm -hmm. Are we going to see more government assistance, more unemployment? And is that going to cause a deficit and more debt that way? Is it going to be comparable? Like, is the AI money getting brought in going to balance out the money that we're going to have to shell out to support our people because we took away their jobs? Yeah. And I think it's just... It's, it's really scary. And this is going to be something that affects the world. And people are already going hard on it. So like the United States is already um, like industries in the United States, 25% of industries are, are using AI already. And that's comparative to China, who 58% of industries are already using it. Whoa. So it's it's already happening. And then when we look at this globally, like I said earlier, we're looking at 35% of industries utilizing AI and the exploration of it is even higher. So like we're seeing a mass increase, which isn't a surprise like that this is like ramping up and going to be spreading along further, but it's just happening really fast, which isn't something I've really seen happen in a long time this quickly. Yeah. So fast. And it, well, from the job front, it's really interesting because one thing that I was thinking about when you were saying that was, I feel like not too long ago, I heard something about, you know, the gaps in employment where not too long ago, there was a gap um, for like skilled labor, right? Like Mm -hmm. some of those things that you're talking about. And then, uh, you know, more recently, I'm hearing that the graduation rates and people actually wanting to go to college and things like that are also down. I mean, I think social media and the internet in general have contributed a lot to that, but it's like, can AI not only fill that gap so that there's not the stress on it, but also what new jobs are they creating, right? Like when we think about things like content creation, marketing, right? Let's just call it marketing, right? Right. Because it's like, they're not, these companies aren't paying millions and millions of dollars for TV ads anymore. Where do you think their money is going to these content creators? So it is the future. Like people think people are nuts for like quitting their job and being content creators, but like, this is marketing. What are you talking about? Right. These people, literally, what they, these companies have the money like <laughs> they're just not spending it all in one TV ad anymore. Right. But it's like, what other opportunities and also consumerism, consumerism, yuck, first of all, but we're all part of it. Right. I mean, AI, it's going to be it's going to be everything, right? And I think that the CEO of OpenAI even said that, like, this is going to be big. Like, people people know that, but they don't know that it's going to be bigger than they think it is. So it is really scary. And it is, like, also, I know I'm throwing a lot of things, ADD. Sorry. One of the other things I, I wanted to say. me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> us us in, the, in the same room is always going to be like, ping, 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 ping. Um, we try to make it pretty good for this this show, but in real life, we're like, like our conversations are literally, we hit 50 things in like 30 minutes, probably 130, probably 50 in like 15 minutes. Sorry. Anyway, squirrel. I'm, I am scared for, I think I kind of forgot what I was getting. (laughs) I am kind of scared though about, about the mal intent in the way that people can use it and already are using it. I mean, Literally, somebody could take my voice off of this podcast, throw it in an AI tool, call my mom, and pretend that I'm kidnapped. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I, we could probably, you and I could probably figure out how to do that if somebody gave us yeah. some things and an afternoon. <laughs> probably chat GPT the directions. I don't know. Literally. <laughs> no, and it's interesting too, because I feel like these like chat GPT, I think has done like, and I know they have some extensions you can add on so you can get images, but my friend was testing it out and they were like, can you make me an image of this? And chat GPT responded, hire an artist. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. I so I that. think there's like some things that are happening that, cause like you have, if you're running an AI company, if you created an AI service, you gotta be prepared for pushback that you're gonna get. And I think having those moments of kind of preemptively or at least listening and making a change quickly is really smart on their part. But you said something really awesome that leads me into something that I want to talk about. So like talking about your voice. Um, so back in college, I did a speech on sex robots and specifically talking about these ones that you could basically create yourself. So like you picked out skin tone, eye color, you could mess with the bone structure and things like that. And one of my main points of talking about that was eight loss of agency. Because um, basically, like you're, you, if you think about it, someone could be like, hey, I have this photo of this someone. I want you to make it. Right. We saw that with the Scarlett Johansson sex robot that came out like a few years ago like someone just made one and she uh, yeah it was wild and i so when the ai started coming out i was like oh no it immediately threw me back to that because i got to thinking i'm like where is that sense of agency when does it get lost and how do we have rights over our likeness and our voice in relation to ai and I think that goes back to what we were talking about earlier about, you know, the protections of not just creators, like artists and writers and people's jobs, but our, our, our lives, our existence, our personalities. Where is the line of what can be used? Wow, you really just had something come up in my brain of like, our entire existence could be recreated without anybody knowing that we actually existed. That's like a whole nother level. Oh my God. Yeah. However, I do want to go back to it um, about the artists, right? Because we are seeing some things happening yeah. in Hollywood right now. I, um, I actually don't know too much about it. I don't know if you have any more information, but people are protesting their rights on what you were basically saying, right? And that this is like shutting yeah. down Hollywood, right? Yeah. Any thoughts on no, that? No, I've been... I've yeah, I've been following it quite a bit. Um, I think what's the the unique, uh, for, I'll just give like a like a brief background because I because I, uh, I literally just like talked to someone about it the other day. Um, but basically, like writers and actors are are striking because they're concerned that these studios are going to be using AI as a replacement for them. And they're already underpaid, um, especially when it comes to streaming services. Like they're not getting the royalties for that. It's not properly done to where they're actually getting money. Like some of these writers are making hundreds of dollars, not thousands, hundreds of dollars for writing an episode that's going to be getting millions of views. Like I, I can't believe that. So there was this proposal that someone submitted, and this is kind of like what like started making people concerned and it was about scanning actors specifically extras and like basically making like a model of them like computer wise and then using that over and over again um in 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 media 
the thing is you would only be paid that one time to get scanned and you wouldn't receive anything or have any control of when or where your likeness is used. And so people are like, no, that's scary. And then you add that on top of writers being scared that AI communication tools are going to be writing TV episodes and movies. And like to me, someone who's been playing around with AI and really looking into it, I'm like, that's not viable because as you were saying, like in the beginning, where's that authenticity, that human aspect? We know that AI doesn't sound human 100% of the time. It's not witty and clever or have access to human experience, which is what the creative world is about. So it's, to me, it's an easy answer. Don't use AI in, in, in these fields, but, uh, or at least the AI that they're talking about in the way that they're wanting to use it. But so I'm really interested in, in seeing how this strike ends because I think it's going to, and I think they're going to have to listen to the strikers because other than if they don't, they don't have an industry. Yeah. I think yeah. one thing that I want to mention here in our first tip of like dealing with this, right. Is yeah. like explore AI. I've definitely explored AI. It has really helped me further my creativity, right? Like, you know, I put in an idea for like a title of something, right? And it shoots back out and I love something that it put in maybe my one out of the 10. And then I take that and run with it more for me, right? Explore the AI, like get to know it, stay with the times, but like, please, please, please continue to support small businesses, continue to support artists, continue to like use Fiverr and like things like that mm. for consulting. Because to your point, AI is gonna take over. And, you know, one thing that I'm definitely seeing is that our society is getting further and further away from the human experience, which is like literally mm. our entire, you know, our entire podcast based on like our unhumanistic culture. culture. And AI is going to do that even more, right? This digital world is going to take you even more further away from true nature, true, like mother earth, our true selves, our true beings, like our true connection to what we need and what will heal us just as just as much as the pharmaceutical industry and consumerism and and digital stuff has taken us away right ai is going to do that even more so stay with the times but like please come back to your roots like please remember to go outside put your feet in the grass please remember to support your local artists please remember to see your friends and family in real life if you can don't like we need to remember to come back home <laughs> to oh. our our true nature and our true natural states because i don't want to live in a robot city and i mean can you imagine how how sick and depressed and crazy people really are going to get when we don't have access to like mother nature anymore which is mm -hmm. our true home yeah and it's like i've seen the movies like i've seen irobot i've seen wally we should know better by now. <laughs> Speaking of movies, I think they're doing another I Am Legend. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. I'm excited because I remember seeing the first one like when it first came out. That was forever ago. So I'm excited to see like what they what they do with it. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Squirrel. But uh, 
something like going off of what you were saying as well, I think there's like that importance too of reminding yourself that you can do the stuff that you might be relying on AI. So AI for, so don't lose your own creativity and don't lose your own. I think we've talked about this before. Something I love that you say is that playfulness, like don't let AI play for you, you Mm. play. And something that I've kind of like my conclusion when it came to AI, when I was like, looking into it a while ago was I think it's great for inspiration, but I don't think it's great for execution. I I think it's so like what you were saying, like you look it up and you're like, Oh yeah. And then you go for it instead of being like, okay, it shot this out. I'm going to use this to a T. I think, I think it's definitely something that deserves a second thought with use. Like, you know, what's the intention of me using this? Is it valuable? Is it something that I could do? Um, is it something I need to rely on AI for? I think another thing to add to that would be, obviously, there's a lot of different AIs, but, you know, one of them, a lot of them being using, um, using it for work and things like that to put things on autopilot, right? Mm. Like, okay, let me just connect this to chat GBT and it'll automatically do my customer service, like, or to automatically do... I think that's fine in certain scenarios with bigger companies that do really need like yeah. automated customer service and stuff. But like our life is not meant to be on autopilot. Okay. So if you're continuously chasing residual things and autopiloting things so that you have more time to live, right? Like use that responsibly, right? Because life is not supposed to be meant to meant to be on autopilot. And if somebody's coming to you and telling you, oh, you can like use all these tools or, you know, it's, it's like the same thing as like somebody coming to you and being like, be a part of my pyramid scheme for residual income. Like it's never going to be residual. It's never going to be residual and your life is not meant to be either. So use it for the right reasons. Right. And like be intentional, I think is like one of our points. Don't just jump into it and be like, oh, I'm going to like prompt and now the prompt is going to run forever and I'm never going to have to look at it again. Just it's not meant to be used like that. Use it ethically, use it smartly and also continue to support those movements that are happening, especially in Hollywood. Like I do support that. And like have the conversations with your friends and because the more that we talk about it, the more that we can also make sure that the people around us have their head on straight as we continue on in the digital world. Ooh. Oh, my favorite part of recording with you is just the fire lines that you drop. And there's always one where I'm just like, oh, God, oh, my God. So that was that was that was hot. That was really good. That's so funny because I feel like every time we record, I'm like, did I just go on a rant for 20 minutes? <laughs> oh, no, I'm, over here. I'm just soaking it in. <laughs> I don't know like, if it makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I think we've talked about some really good stuff here. And I think to not necessarily sum it up, but things to think about are be intentional with the use. Don't forget to still be playful and do the things that ai can do but that you can also do and then uh there was another one in the beginning i can't remember i think my favorite one though that you said is like the playful thing 
bringing that up because mm-hmm. you're so right. Like people are using it to be playful, right? They're using it for that inspiration. But like a, a lot of the times we have it, we have the power within ourselves to also come up with these amazing ideas. You know, I loved that. So I think that's my biggest takeaway from today is like, remember your magic, you know, as much as these tools and like mid journey and all these things seem like so magical, like also remember that you are magic too. And that you have the ability to create these things that AI is doing. And I do think that our human nature will always come back home in the sense of we're always going to desire that human connection, those human made things and art and X, Y, and Z, right? Anything. And so it will be valued more than AI Mm -hmm. can, will be, right? I just think it's going to take some time, but I do feel like in the end, it's going to come full circle. (laughs) Oh yeah. Because I think it's going to get to a point where everyone's using it and then there's going to be a lot of jobs for authentic human content. Ooh, you know, can you imagine that's so weird to think yeah. about that. And yeah. then we'll be like, like seventy, be like, hey, like I remember when <laughs> I used to create Instagram posts <laughs> myself, hunting for an image, typing the text myself, finding my own hashtags. It's going to be like the our version of the I went to school and I had to walk ten miles there and back. <laughs> yes, and now I have carpal tunnel. <laughs> That's too funny. You kids don't know what we went through. You don't know what these Twitter fingers can do. (laughs) These Twitter fingers. Oh, my God. Well, let's see what happens with AI. Yeah. Um, I think it has a lot of potential to do good, but also a lot of potential to do bad. So... Just be mindful, be mindful of what you're consuming, be mindful of what you're producing and value the human experience. Mm. Oh, I appreciate you, Che. And I appreciate you, Sam. Until next time. Until next time. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of We've Got It All Wrong. Follow us on Instagram at We've Got It All Wrong and check out our link tree located in our bio for ways to connect and learn more. You can also sign up for our email list so we can keep in touch and send resources directly to you on ways to be your own catalyst for change. Take a screenshot of this episode and tag We've Got It All Wrong with your thoughts so we can hear what's up from you. Whatever platform you're using to listen to us today, please follow, subscribe, and rate this episode so that we can build our community of societal rebels and spread the knowledge on how to take back control of how we show up in the world. And remember, practice makes progress. Doing your best is the best that you can do. And fuck Fuck society society standards. standards. Bye. Bye.